You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. And before we get into tonight's episode, a few quick podcast shout-outs. Alright, guys, check out the Cult Film Companion podcast, the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast, the Fan in the Van podcast, the Crime Divers podcast, the Sense of Shelf podcast, the Two Mexicans, One Mike podcast, the Hill Truth, Your Daily Writing Habit, The I Seen It Podcast, The Fandalorians, The Hashing It Out Podcast, The Geek Gauntlet Podcast, The Augusto All Elite Podcast, The Smokers Lounge Premium 6 Podcast, 8750 Podcast hosted by Yeti Yeef, The Air Quote Law Podcast, The Dirty Hills Podcast, the Suns and Shadows cast, Decaying with the Boys, I Scream, You Scream for Movies, Two Men, No Hope podcast, The Story of My Pet podcast, The Haunted Tales podcast, Quad Pro Quo podcast, Films and Firm Nation podcast, Bull Talk by Joe, The Mr. Gentleman's podcast, and last but not least, the Chime In Podcast. All these podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, and wherever you stream your podcasts. So be sure to check them out. Alright guys, we have a lot to talk about tonight. But the main topic of discussion for tonight's episode is... Is CM Punk leaving AEW? Now, for the past few months, or should I say month or so, there's been a lot of drama between the elite CM Punk and Tony Khan. Now, we all know a few months ago that there was a big altercation between CM Punk and the elite. There may have, there may have, may have or may not have been some punches thrown. 
and apparently CM Punk's dog got hurt. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the full story. But anyways, this all started during the media scum or scrum, whatever the hell they want to call it. Where CM Punk sat there, you know, and basically said, you know, I'm trying to teach these young guys they don't respect me. You know, CM Punk basically said, you know, I'm coming in here to teach these guys and they act like they know so much more. And he, he goes on and on and he keeps saying, I'm tired, I'm hurt, you know. He's, he's frustrated. He came in to help. He came in to boost AEW. And the Young Bucks, Omega... And, you know, a few others have took, I mean, they, they, they didn't like CM Punk's comments. They didn't take CM Punk's words too kindly. And that started the big altercation. And now the elite, I believe, are still suspended, as well as CM Punk. There has been no word on CM Punk's return. And Tony Khan was asked about CM Punk returning and he did not comment any further on the status of when or if he will return. But that is the big question. Will CM Punk leave AEW? Or will Tony Khan fire CM Punk? Will CM Punk return? Nobody has any clue right now. But there's also another question. Could AEW, you know, recover from losing CM Punk? Could they be making a big mistake? And I think that answer would be yes. And not just because it's CM Punk. But because AEW is just starting out as a company, AEW has not been around that long. They've only been around a few short years. And if they lose a top star like CM Punk, then we could see a lot more of stars leave the company. And I believe that AEW probably would recover from losing CM Punk. But it wouldn't make them look good. And who's to say if they get rid of CM Punk that they, you know, won't get rid of the elite. The Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. For this whole fiasco. Because... In my opinion, they were just as involved as CM Punk was. If Tony Khan gets rid of CM Punk, he might as well just get rid of the Young Bucks as well. And possibly Omega. Because why should... Why should the Elite get special treatment? That's just my opinion. Yes, the Young Bucks are a great tag team. 
But if Tony Khan goes that route and keeps the Young Bucks over CM Punk, or he keeps CM Punk over the Young Bucks, then, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But I, I honestly feel like Tony Khan is losing the control of AEW. And regardless of what happens, regardless of CM Punk returns, or the Young Bucks return, or Kenny Omega returns, this does not make Tony Khan look good. And I've said, you know, I, I think that Tony Khan could recover from losing CM Punk, even though it doesn't make him look good. The only reason I think that AEW, that, that this will make AEW look bad is because I've seen this before. One, like I said, they are a company that hasn't been around that long. And two, this has happened with Impact Wrestling. A few years ago, Impact Wrestling, TNA, formerly known as TNA, was pretty hot. They had the big stars like like Broken Matt Hardy when he first started the Broken gimmick. They had Jeff Hardy. They had, you know, the, the TNA originals. And then when, you know, things went bad, they lost all of their stars because of mistakes they made. And, you know, these mistakes, you know, can hurt a company. And as hard as AEW was in the beginning, if Tony Khan, you know, gets rid of his stars like CM Punk, then I truly believe that there will be a lot more um, wrestlers leaving. Because it's been rumored that there's a few wrestlers that are unhappy in AEW. But Tony Khan may be lying when he says that that's not true. Because we we said before that AEW has a pack roster and if they keep signing wrestlers you know there's going to be a lot of guys in the back that don't get TV time that will not get put on the card and when I when I see rumors that a lot of stars are unhappy in AEW and frustrated this all goes back to what I said in the beginning about Tony Khan having a pack roster so that could be why, you know, a lot of these stars are frustrated. But then with CM, with this whole CM Punk elite situation, that could be why as well. Either way, I don't see this making Tony Khan look good. As far as CM Punk goes, you know, if CM Punk does leave AEW... Could he go back to WWE? Now, I don't see him going back to WWE. He wasn't in good terms with WWE. 
Now, I know that WWE is under a new direction under Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. But does WWE want to sign CM Punk? You know, all the problems they had in the past, do they want to open that back up again? Now, maybe CM Punk and Triple H have mended things. I don't know. Because we did see CM Punk on Fox when they were hosting WWE Backstage. So maybe they could bury the hatchet of some sorts. I don't know. But in my opinion, it would be kind of hard to see WWE and CM Punk getting along. But that's just my opinion. Um... You know, I don't know. It, it, it's 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 wild. It, it, it's it's crazy, you know. And I and I hear some people saying that this isn't the first time that CM Punk has had problems in a in a wrestling company. This isn't the first time that CM Punk has had problems with people in the locker room. And a lot of people were saying that you know a lot of CM Punk. Problems are are the same as what happened to WWE, you know, that CM Punk is a problem wherever he works. And I don't believe that to be true, you know, because the problems CM Punk had in in WWE are much different from the problems he has now in AEW. And when, when CM Punk was in Ring of Honor, he left on good terms. And I think whatever problems he had in WWE, I think they, you know, were sort of mended in a way. I look at it this way, though. Everybody, you know, works. Not everybody has to like their job. Not everybody leaves on good terms with their job. It's daily life. You enjoy a job, you don't. You leave on good terms, you don't. It just happens. But I don't think anybody should be judging CM Punk for what's going on because I I truly believe that CM Punk was there to help some of these young guys. I don't think he's just there, you know, for himself. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a CM Punk fan, but, you know, I feel like Tony Khan feels like he has to center everything around the elite. That AEW should be about, you know, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and even Cody Rhodes when he was around back then. Uh, you know, and I and I like the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks are a pretty decent tag team. But I I just feel like we're hearing, you know, more of the Young Bucks, Omega, and whoever else was involved. I feel like we're hearing more of their side of the story. And we're not hearing all of CM Punk's. We're hearing one side of CM Punk's and we're hearing multiple versions of the Elite. Nobody even truly knows what happened. We're hearing so many different versions of this, so many versions of that. Nobody even knows 
and it's crazy. But whatever they do with CM Punk, you know, I'm hoping that they can resolve this. I I doubt they can, being that CM Punk hasn't been in AEW long and there's already been problems with him in the Elite. Um I don't know. I just I don't think this makes Tony Khan look good right now. And I for one was praising Tony Khan in the beginning. And I still like Tony Khan. But he is just... You know, he's making certain mistakes. I think one, the the biggest mistake he ever made was booking, was signing all these people to his roster. You know, and I, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes he made. Yes, he's given the fans what he wants, but there's guys on the roster that are frustrating you. They're not getting TV time. And then this whole CM Punk and Elite situation, Tony Khan was in the right when he suspended the Elite and CM Punk. Yes, that should have been done. That was that that should have happened. But where do you go from there? I don't know, guys. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think CM Punk will leave AEW? Do you think he'll stay? Do you think him and the Elite will get along going forward? Do you think there'll be problems? What are your thoughts? Let me know. But anyways, guys, moving on. I spent 16 minutes talking about that subject. I want to move on now because we really don't know what's going to happen. A lot of you people have been talking about Austin Theory and how he cashed in on Seth Rollins instead of cashing in on the Universal Champion, the double champion, Roman Reigns. And a lot of you people are saying this is a stupid move by theory. Why you know why would they book him to do this? Okay, the booking makes sense, guys. Because if you watched Monday Night Raw this past Monday, then you'll see that Austin Theory probably is going to get a big push. And if you've seen this past Monday night on Raw, then the booking of why he cashed in on Rollins and lost makes sense. Obviously, the plan going forward for Theory in the briefcase was not for him to cash in and beat Roman Reigns. That may have been a Vince McMahon thing, like I said in the beginning. But it just doesn't make sense. Not that, you know, Austin Theory won't be a future real champion in the future. But it is just too soon. And so, you know, they had to get the briefcase off of Theory. 
And so they've done that. And no, they didn't bury theory like many people are, are assuming. Because like I said, if you've watched this past Monday night on Raw, then you will see that Austin Theory will probably still get a big push and he will probably feud with Seth Rollins for the United States Championship. Because let's be honest, when Austin Theory had the briefcase, I don't think anybody really took it serious. But when you've seen Austin Theory on Monday Night Raw and how serious he looked and how good he looked as a heel on Monday Night Raw for the first time in probably months, in my opinion, Austin Theory was actually taken serious. And I think many people are praising him for his performance on Monday Night Raw. He actually looked like a decent heel. So I do believe that Theory will get a big push. I don't think he's going to get buried. It makes sense of why they took the briefcase off of him. And people need to leave it at that. The thing about the Money in the Bank briefcase, guys, is that everybody thinks that when you get the Money in the Bank briefcase, you have to cash in for a real championship shot. No, the Money in the Bank briefcase is for a championship of your choosing, meaning you can cash in on the United States Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, even the Tag Team Championship. And yes, the real championship, any championship you want, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to cash in on a real champion. All the Money in the Bank briefcase does is guarantee you a championship match at any time of your choosing. And I think a lot of people are getting that confused. But I just cleared it up for you. So there you go. As for somebody like Bray Wyatt, guys, moving forward. Bray Wyatt is feuding with L.A. Knight in his first feud. It definitely seems that way. And we talked about this last Friday. I'm a fan of both. I'm a fan of L.A. Knight. I'm a fan of Bray Wyatt. Now, we still don't know if they're going to feud. You know, WWE, they could be teasing Bray Wyatt's first feud. If LA Knight is Bray Wyatt's first feud, then that's smart booking. Having Bray Wyatt face a top star, I think, is good booking. And we'll see what happens. Um, But like I said, I like both guys, so I don't know... You know, what they're going to do with L.A. Knight, you know, he's pretty new to the main roster. He's pretty new under his old gimmick of L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight just returned under his old gimmick. He was under Max Dupree before, which was atrocious. But now we could be getting L.A. Knight versus Bray Wyatt. I'm excited for this one. Like I said, I do like both guys. If I had to pick one, I'd pick Bray Wyatt over LA Knight. It, it would make, you know, it makes more sense. Because LA Knight could take a loss and come back. 
if WWE, they booked Bray Wyatt to lose this early on in his first feud after returning after a year of being released, then, you know, Bray Wyatt will not look good going forward because this will be much like the booking of Bray Wyatt before. When he was booked to lose constantly as the Eater of Worlds. When he was booked to lose against Randy Orton at WrestleMania. When he was booked to lose against Goldberg. For no reason whatsoever. Bad booking decisions from Vince McMahon. WWE, they have a, re- they have a chance to right their wrongs. And they have that chance under Triple H. Triple H cannot afford... To make the same mistakes with Bray Wyatt as Vince McMahon did. As high as Triple H is right now as a booker. And he's doing things. That Vince McMahon would probably never do in a million years. If they book Bray Wyatt to lose his first feud. After so much build up going. Into Bray's return. then things might go downhill from there. So I hope that's not the case. As much as I like LA Knight, like I said, I think LA Knight would be the type of guy to bounce back from this feud. It doesn't necessarily hurt LA Knight as much as it would Bray Wyatt going forward. LA Knight's good on the mic. You know, he got great physique. I do see LA Knight being a future real champion at some point. And I do see LA Knight maybe even feuding for the Intercontinental Championship at some point. So, yeah, you know, I'm excited for this feud. I like the buildup, you know, the promo backstage, the headbutt. And you got to compliment Bray Wyatt's promo skills. The guy can cut a promo. And that's why I said I think this booking is so good because you got two guys that can cut promos. L.A. Knight, we know, we all know he's good on the mic. I've always loved L.A. Knight on the mic. When he was in TNA, he was one of my favorite guys to ever hear on the mic. His promo skills are amazing. Bray Wyatt's promo skills are amazing. And the promo they cut backstage on SmackDown last Friday was great. These guys are two guys that can cut promos. So imagine these promos going forward if they do feud. They both are good in the ring. Despite what many people may say about Bray Wyatt's um, talent in the ring, I think he can work. There's no doubt the guy can tell a story. Even Jim Cornette said it. And Jim Cornette is a guy that, like I said, is an old school guy. He doesn't like the, the paranormal stuff, but he did admit that Bray Wyatt is a good talker. And I'm a huge fan of Jim Cornette. So I'm excited for this feud, man. It's going to be cool. It's going to be fun to watch. And uh, we'll go from there. But that's that's today's episode, guys. Um, There's plenty more I want to talk about. I just, I don't have the time right now. Um... Got some things to do today. (laughs) Honestly, guys, a lot of it, too, is this new time change, this daylight savings time. I hate it. It's it's no fun. 
Um, it, take, it takes so much the day away from you. It's like you wake up and, and, and four hours later it's dark. And it almost makes you feel like you have to rush around just to get things done before it gets dark. And that's the way I feel now. Like I said, there's so much I want to talk about, but, you know, we can talk about it on next week's episode because I'm sure there'll be even more to talk about. <laughs> but um, I'm excited for Survivor Series War Games. I do think they have some big plans in store. And it's exciting. It has like this NXT feel to it, you know. I just, I like that. But I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. Catch me every Friday for a new episode of Wrestling World. And have a good day, guys. God bless. Good night.